You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Moxie, come on. Raise the fucking roof, brother. We're doing a podcast. What are you fucking your first day back at work, mate? Yeah, oh, no, not first day, but first fucking proper crack back at it, you know? You're back into it, son. 11 hour day just to fucking kick me back in the ass, kick me in the gear. You in know? the aircon cab? No, nah, no, nah, I was dogging today. I uh, said, I started the day, I said, fuck, I'm over dogging. I said to the bro, fuck yeah, mate, you jump in today, I'll get out and, uh, you know, I'll it's get out. It's a perfect job for you, actually, the dog man. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Right, everybody. You know we're fucking trying really hard to get you these episodes, but SD cards, stolen computers, this, that, this, that. No, no, what we're doing with computers, getting the shits at each other, not yeah. ringing each other back, yeah. but we love each other, don't we, Amos? I love you, brother. I no, love here you. we go. <laughs> so here we are today. So we've got a repeat offender. If you have been listening to the podcast previously, you would have heard that we've had Marky Mark Regado on the show. What's up, fellas? And since then, he's started his own podcast called the Top Deck Podcast, and the other half of that is Josh Palmer. Howdy. Welcome. How's it going, boys? What's going saying on? That, I, yeah, I probably should thank you for getting me on back then because it sort of motivated me. I think I rang Josh maybe that week after. Three times. Yeah, three or four times. But rang him that week after and just said, you know what, because like, we were going to do one ages ago. Yeah. And um, we just went in too hard too quick. And, um, yeah. you know, it all worked out how it was meant to work out. But um, I rang him and said, you know, and it, we ended up doing it and – you know, it was probably majority of it was driven from coming on here and getting the fucking a positive adrenaline that I got off it. So, oh, bro, you got no idea what you did for our podcast. Oh, it was bro. just a fucking little fucker. Let's do a podcast or whatever. Mm. You came in here and you laid down your life. You were so honest and just so. We left, you left, and we waited back, and we fucking like. We were just like, bro. Fuck. Bro, now, this this shit, is, now this shit is real. We're not fucking around anymore. Yeah. This is like fucking. Someone's just come in and told their whole life story. That's yeah. a pretty hectic story. And we we're like, man, fuck. And then that's what we started saying to each other. Why not us? Yeah. Why not okay. us? Someone has to make it, so why not mm, us? So thanks, Mark. No, thank you. It's a fucking heavy story, too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> loose, man. It is very loose, man. So, what, what episode was that for you guys? What episode was Mark on? It was probably was our probably first a, serious recording. It was, it was, yeah. And we were just practicing, and he came in and just fucking laid it down. <laughs> and then, did, did we have the mics, or did we have that one that we all huddled around? No, uh, we had this set up. We had the you mics. had it, and I was thinking about this today because I knew I was coming over here, and um, I think I just set. I think I just pretty much it was the start of, or sort of towards the end of COVID, sort of. Oh, right? probably like the in the midst of it, yeah. But um, I, when I think supposed I, to be in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're all 1.5 here, ladies and gentlemen. Don't, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> All the same family. Um, <laughs> but I think I said, uh, like, announced that my partner was pregnant now. It's only like seven weeks and the little boy's due, so. True. Oh, loose. Going pretty quick. Oh, right. Fuck yeah. But, um, no, it's just good to see how much we've grown as a podcast, how much I've grown as a person, and also you fellas, you know, mm. like, what you're doing, like, and, you know, like, fucking killing it, man. And yeah. It's just good to, to see other people doing what you're yeah. doing, but it's different categories and, you know, everyone's mm. just doing fucking awesome shit yeah. out of this. So that's good, man. I that's what we should it. all be doing, I reckon. You know, none of that tall poppy syndrome when they mm. get, oh, there's this fucking shit. Where's it? Like, everyone should be fucking bringing each yeah. other up, you know. Yeah, that's fucking, exactly right. We're all doing this together. We're all doing the same thing, but we're all doing it differently, you know. So mm. Encourage it, man. Mm. Get on there. Fucking that's, right. that's what it's about, huh? Okay. So, jo- Josh, with um, with your podcast with Mark, do you guys have like a general? So, ours is interesting conversations with interesting people or yep. unique conversations with unique people. Do you have like a catchphrase or a sentence or something sort of? Catchphrase. Or sort of like sums up where you're trying to go with it, or? Not really, man. We're just going to see where it takes us. Like you know, at the beginning, it was about people's stories, and it was probably about um, you know, some. Some of the people we talked to was about overcoming drug addiction and, and alcoholism and then, you know, kicking goals after it. Um, and then we had um, Nez from um, Lissom on there and uh, she went a bit very heavy and um, ended up about suicide and mental health. Um, and then we had people reach out to us from there on the mental health side of things. So we sort of, you know, it's not the angle we're going out, it's just where we've been pointed at this present time and we're just running with, you know, um, the mental health thing at the moment. But, um, you know... As an overall man, it's just yeah, listening to anyone's story and we'll just go from mm. there. So It's crazy to think that like, everyone has a story, mm. don't you? Like, if you yeah. can milk it out of someone, everyone's got a good story to oh, tell about man. a time they travelled or their childhood or where they've been or where they're going. Like, it's just really good. If you can get good at communicating, you can milk those stories out and I fucking love that shit. Yeah. And it's about telling it over and over again. Like, you know, when you were just talking about Mark's story, man, like – 
It's fucking good. And he's told it that much, you know, obviously doing the NA program and, and everything. He's just repeated it, repeated it and just fine-tuned it. And it's just so – he just brings it across so real and yeah. just with a lot of strength. And when you listen to our first episode where we talk about our stories, like my, my story, like – I've probably played it through my head a few more times since then and I can play it out better. But, yeah, when you tell your story more and more and more, it just becomes, you know, you put a lot more, fuck, I don't know, to it, I guess. Yeah. So, and yeah. do you find it easier to do the more you tell it or do you still get like a bit of a, you know, still – because I remember when you were in here, you, like you got a little bit like, – not a bit of – Quivering yeah, in your voice. Of, yeah, a bit, of, a bit emotional. Like oh, you were just – It hits me every time. Like it's just – for me, I t- like Josh said, I tell my story that many times but – it's funny because every time I tell it, I tell it in a different way because yeah. it just depends what I'm going through at the time and it might trigger like stuff. I just went camping um, for three days at uh, Lake Glenbourne with the family and it's sort of like I was at my doctor's today because like my men- – I've got like bipolar and mm. – but the like I'm very grateful today that my bipolar is very high like so I just get these influxes yeah. of I'm fucking changing jobs, I'm changing cars, I'm changing – Fucking places I live and but like I, that's what I've got to be wary of because he said today he goes you just got to be really wary you're walking on the edge because you could have a breakdown you know by having them so you yeah. got to be really really careful about that but like when I tell my story it depends like how I'm feeling or how I might have got triggered by something from my childhood that day so I might tell my story through a different angle do you know what I mean so yeah, I, I yeah. try not to tell it the same way every mm. time but like I learn so much about myself. Mm. While I was telling that, and it, obviously it's emotional, hits home every time, especially when I talk about my daughter and, and you know, obviously I haven't met my father and stuff like that. Like all that stuff hits home pretty hard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've had some, you know, bouts with mental health and stuff, and they tried to diagnose me with bipolar, but he was trying to say that you go to high highs and then back to baseline and high highs. I never really got them really low lows. Do, do you reckon that's bipolar? That's it? 100%. I feel... Well, Josh, Josh always gets into me because I'm like an energizer bunny. I'm always fucking go, 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 go. You know, I'm I up, see your Instagram. You're jacking up yeah, tiles and you're painting yeah, this and you're fucking doing and this. And that's what I mean. And I'm unaware of it thinking that that's normal. And um, my doctor said today because I, he goes he, – see, when I went to rehab, he gave, me a, he gave me a fucking light bulb moment and said, all right, you've been coming here for six years and you've been here six times in drug psychosis, like mm. not once for a common flu. So that was a light switch and he gave me another one today and goes, like, I've got fucking bipolar and last time I seen him was Christmas Eve last year. So he goes, mate, you need to be seeing me every six, every mm. six weeks to stay on top of that shit. Yep. And um, so it's another reality check where I'm go, 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 go. So it's probably my fucking bipolar playing a trick by, yeah. you know, thinking I'm okay. Like sometimes I get like thoughts that, oh, fuck I reckon I'll be able to stop taking my tablets. I feel good. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. sweet. And that's you know a, what I mean? That's, trap, that's just a trap. Yeah, you mm. know what I mean? Because I fucking tried that when I got out of rehab. I thought, oh, yeah, I fucking had a spiritual awakening. I'm fucking all good now. I, I'm good. I don't need my bipolar medication. Got off it and fucking come out sideways. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? It's just it, it ebbs and flows. you just got to maintain that shit, you know. You've got to stay right on top of it. And, and for me, it's okay that I've got to take two tablets every day. If I, if I get to live the life that I'm living now yeah. and hopefully it gets better over time, then fuck, I'm okay with that. It's yeah. not a big price to pay, is it? <laughs> not at all, man. Not at all. I do notice that, though, like when we hang out and that too, like sometimes you're already where you're going to be yeah. an hour away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, I think when we were doing that Father's Day shoot, like yeah, like we were trying to make that video and that for our Father's Day giveaway for the podcast and, and like you could see Mark was like he needed to be – he had to be somewhere in an hour, but he was already there in his head. Yeah. Like he's fucking – yeah. He's already living yeah. it. He's already living it, man. Yeah, exactly. So so we have heard a bit about Mark's story on previous episodes and a little bit more there. But what about your story, Josh? Similar to what Mark's is? Um, look, sort of probably not nowhere near as deep. Um, look, I, you know, grew up in the housing commissions and, um, you know, dabbled – obviously dabbled in the – not obviously, but dabbled in the marijuana and that at that sort of 16, 17 year, year old age. And then, um, you know, as they say, that's the gateway drug. It um, you know, opens yeah. up to anything that's else. That's the easiest shit to get. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And you think it's the most harmless, but that's it's, the um, one, eh? it's, the mo- it's the most acceptable one to be doing. So yeah. it's like, it's the, it's, and it's the easiest to get. Yeah. So it's the easiest one to get away with. Yeah. But it's, um, fuck, man, that's the biggest regret of my life, eh? Ever smoking that. And um, probably, you know, getting two of my good mates on it too. Like thinking it was, it was like the first time I ever had it, I was at a, at a party at Belmont and um, 
like I had some in the car and walked back out to the back of the house where the party was at and someone threw some bread across like over the neighbor's fence. They did something and uh, fuck man, to me that bread was just flying man, yeah. for like 30 <laughs> minutes. And I remember like uh, coming, you know, by the time I made it home, went to sleep, woke up the next day and was hanging out with your mates. I'm like, bro, you've got to try this shit, you know, like mm. this bread was flying for hours and um, – and I thought it was real cool, but it, you know, when looking back on it now, man, there's nothing cool about it. It's um, yeah, it's some terrible shit. But yeah, and then dabbled, obviously dabbled in other drugs after that. And um, you know, you think you got your shit together. And, you know, you're going to work Monday to Friday, and on the weekends you're just getting fucking loose. You know, and um, it's not really having your shit together at all. And but you know, you don't, you're just in that pattern, and you're surrounding yourselves with those people. And um, to me, that was the norm, and that was life. And then um, yeah, look um. Like I didn't, I didn't lose my way or anything. I always knew in the back of my head what I was sort of doing was was incorrect, and I needed to fix it. I just probably didn't have the balls to do it. And it wasn't until I was about 25, 24, 25 that I I uh, ended up moving back in with my grandma, and then just said to her, "Listen, um, you know, um, I'm going to move into town. I'm going to change my mobile number and everything." And that was a promise I made to her. And um, yeah, I moved into Newcastle and just dropped pretty much all my old mates and started fresh. Something I had to do. So when you... Oh, sorry. And like you don't obviously have to answer this, but no, like cool. when, you were, when you were smoking, did it, did it rule you? Like were you waking up straight into a billy? Were you like you were spending your last 20 bucks to get it? Were you like addicted to it like people are addicted to cigarettes? Like were you just... If you didn't have it, you were having mood swings and carrying on and all the rest? Um, was it that so bad? It was bad. Like I would probably spend my last bit of money on it. Um, I wouldn't wake up in the mornings and have it. Um, like that was one thing I didn't do. I'd always just go to work. Yeah. After work though, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's just let's just smoke some billies and get high sort of thing. And um, yeah, it ruled me world, man. Yeah, last 20 bucks for sure. Yep. Yeah. And any, any like other drugs after that also? Yeah. So, you know, the cocaine, um, ecstasy, acid. Um, gas, speed, whatever you yeah. want to call it nowadays on the street. I don't know what they call it now. Ice, <laughs> pretty much. It would be. It would if be. You're getting speed now. You're probably yeah. going to be yeah, getting yeah. ice. Yeah, so, And um, did any of those grab you like weed did? Um, look, speed probably did, but it was more. I was using it as like uh, you know, you'd go out on a Friday night or or a Saturday night, and you'd get on it. It wasn't something that I dabbled in, you know, every arvo or every night. Weed was. Yep. It, yeah, it was for a very long time, but no, no, no. I, that was I'm, like I'm, I'm pretty like strong-minded, you know. I, like I was probably oh, it's a bit hard to say that, isn't it? Like I guess I was probably strong-minded in the fact that I knew the ecstasy and the gas and that what it would do to you, how it was sort of cooked or made, um, you know, and that definitely wasn't good for your internal system. But um, yeah, so I was aware that I, that that was a party drug and I could only do that sort of on the weekends and everything. Whereas the marijuana, man, like that was just that was my way just to finish work and just. Let's just Switch float. off. Yeah, let's just float. So, but um, yeah, I never, never sort of. Well, to me, you know what I mean. Like I sit here now, and I, I think you know, I was addicted to it. Even if, if you're only using it on the weekends, like it was every weekend. It was Friday, Friday arvo till Sunday at lunchtime, and you know, shit, I got to work tomorrow. I need to have some sleep and that. So, even though I wasn't hitting it Monday to Friday, I, it was still an addiction yeah. that I had to get out of. So, you mentioned just before there how you had introduced two of your mates to it. Yeah. Have, have they fared all right or do you have a sense of guilt there or? Um, yeah, I was only talking to someone about maybe two, three weeks ago in regards to this because I, um, I think they listened to the first episode and they were just like like hitting me about the marijuana stuff and that's what I said to them, like my regret for introducing them. Um, I know like they went down that path pretty hard and we're hitting it constant, man, like, you know, Monday to, fr- Monday, to Monday, seven days a week, every arvo. Um, where they're at now, shit, um, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Yeah, we've oh. sort of – look, um, one of them reached out the other day for my birthday last oh, – in August, not the other day, um, and just, you know, but that was it. Just a cheers, man. Thanks for that, you know, and then we're just – yeah, we're all on separate paths. So, yeah, yeah. I, I hope they have. Um, I know one's running a roofing business and that and he's going pretty mm. good, so just through social media, but um, where, where his brother is, I'm not too sure. So. Yeah, some people can just cop it. Some people can just do it and it doesn't really affect their lives and some people have that thing in them that's just like like you said, Mark, one's not enough and a million's too many. One's too many and a million's not enough. Like, Correct. Total abuse. Yeah. Just Some people can just do it and just live and some people just fucking... But where would they be if they didn't do it? That's the thing, you know? Yeah, that's right. You know? 
like that's like I, I like we listen to Rogan, you know, and um, and he does it, but I, and he, you know, he thinks it's rad and cool and all this sort of stuff. I guess he sort of promotes it in a way yeah. on his podcast. But I, I sit back and I think, fuck, you're a gnarly man now, and mm. you, you know, you're pretty switched on in that. Where would you be, man? Like if you didn't have, yeah, it. it's like Michael Phelps. He's the most um, decorated um, mm. Olympian in the world, and he smoked weed. Where else would he be? The most decorated. <laughs> the most gold medals or the most yeah. gold medals. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to look at it that way. So Yeah. Oh, it's just perspective, isn't it? Like yeah. you've been through it and you've come out the other side. You have one perspective. And some people like Rogan, they're just still – they're on it and that's just their perspective, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. So. And do you – like you're, are you sober also, like completely? Um, no, no beers or anything like that? Look, it's um, it it depends. Like, if a mate's getting married, you know, what I mean, I'll probably have some beers. It's not like like I'm not, yeah. It's not something like you know, I I had a problem or anything, and I don't want to drink anymore. I just like ever since I had a me kid, um, like I'm good, man. I'd rather yeah make the most of the mornings and that sort of thing rather than yeah. drink. So yeah, I just don't like the feeling of it, and I abused it like on the weekends and that. Like there was a lot of binge drinking and that going on. I just yeah, I'm good. Now, the reason I ask is I know that when, like, you have a few beers, like you said before on ours, Mark, like, and, you know, you were, you know, you both dabbled in diff- very different drugs and I can see where a few beers, like, that'll lead you fucking straight back. Like you said, I have a couple of beers and boom, I'm back on the phone. What's the quote? What's the quote? What's the quote? Couple of beers is a what? What, what, what one? There's fucking millions of quotes <laughs> when you're in recovery. Taxi. Fuck me. What, what is, is it? it? A couple of beers is a taxi ride to a bender. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcohol is a taxi ride to a bender. It's yeah. fucking true, you know. Like it's, it's just like what you were talking about just before. I think it. I had a uh, conversation with my doctor today about this. It's just, and I can beat myself up, and I get down because he goes, "Have you been depressed?" And I'm like, "I don't think I've been depressed. I just get flat." And he goes, "Well, that's depressed." And I was like, "Okay," because sometimes when I think about my childhood. And the blueprints and, and the hand that I was dealt, I, I try not to play the victim now, but I, I think, fuck, my life would have been so much different if, yeah. you know, like, and that's where it stems from for me. Like, I was, as soon as I touched alcohol at a young age, I was always going to be an addict. Yeah. My mum was a fucking alcoholic, my pop was a raging alcoholic, and fuck, I, t- I just turned into a drug addict. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was in my fucking blood, it was mm. just in my family system, so... Like for people like myself, and I t- only speak for myself, that like anything, like mine now turns to food or now mine will like, like I'm just addicted to trying to make a better way of life. So I've tried to just fucking manipulate myself, mm. manipulate myself into being, um, you know, using that addict that's inside of me for positive. Yeah. And whether it's the podcast, whether it's my business, whether it's just trying to do all this good shit in my life, I'll fucking try to do it gung-ho because that's – I always think about it like, you know, if I don't want to get up and go to the gym or do a gratitude list in the morning, I'm like, okay, at 3.30 in the morning, would I have drove to Sydney to get on when I was in addiction? Mm. Fuck yeah, I would have walked there. Mm. So there's no excuses. Mm. So it just depends, you know. I'm just grateful that I can change my mindset to now motivate me Use my disease to motivate me, not to fucking instead of using me. it against you. Yeah. Yeah. No, Do you spread yourself too thin? Do you say oh, I'm going to fucking go to the gym? I'm going to be a good dad. I'm going to have a business. I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do this and do that, and just try and like. Do you find sometimes you just overstretch yourself and you feel it's just like it's it's about to pop? Do you have that feeling, or can you keep it all together? Massively. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. probably comes back to your bipolar. That's, that's yeah. Just Massively. Oh, I'll do <laughs> that, 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 that. <laughs> I just fucking finished up. Like the kids' footy, I was coaching up kids under sixes footy, and like I was just on the fucking aeroplane coming in. Or <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle, right. just turn that off for a second. I've got to say something. No, no, just pause it. Just pause it. Yeah, I, I stretched myself way too fucking far. You know, like I had coaching the under sixes, and then I was fucking had me business. Had you know, I was just took on way too much. And one of my mates that I did rehab with said, "You know what your character defect is?" He goes, "You." Everyone else has to be good around you, but you, you, you never worry about you oh, and, and worry about people myself. Pleaser. Yeah, pretty much. And then as long as everyone else, you know, plus fucking I got the baby juicing and I like moved to Greta from Carrington. So it's like pretty fucking far distance because like we're renovating the house to try to, you know, get that to, in the position so we can move in closer. And you know, fuck yeah, I stretch me. When I sit back and actually give myself... A, you know, a little bit of time to think about all that stuff. Hence why I went to the doctor today one day back from camping because I was three days out where I just had so much time to think and away from the hustle and bustle. 
And I was like, you know what, fuck, my life's pretty hectic. Like it's flourishing around me but, yeah, I do take on too much shit, mm. way too much shit. It's a massive, like, that's huge, like, just to have the recognition. And then, like that time away as well to make you go, fuck, I'm doing way too much, I'm going <laughs> to fucking pop. Yeah. And yeah. what if what if it, you just kept going? Would you think you'd get to a point where you'd pop or I don't know. you'd like, just keep going and going and going? you just keep going. I, I reckon I'd just keep going until I fucking burn out. Like, like, I, like dudes who work their whole lives retire yeah, and yeah. die a year later. Yeah. yeah, I'll be one of them if I stop, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I reckon I would. And that I think as well I try to distract myself from – not distract myself, but, you know, like, obviously I'm in recovery, so I don't, you know, the normal things you do in Australian society I don't do. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you catch up with the boys and have a yeah. drink and do that. Like, so I try to keep myself busy in that sense. But, you know, like, there's so many other things that yeah. I could be doing. But and that's, the, um, that's the beauty of things like camping and stuff. Like, when it, like, things like that force you to take a step back and just massively. actually start realising, like, just... Like just take a back seat and just like let slow the day down. go by and just slow down. Yeah, slow yeah. it all the way down. Not I was actually I was watching this guy. I was watching this show on YouTube the other day and it was about this guy who um just went on this island. I can't remember where the island was. But um Caro. He, he went by himself <laughs> he, he went by himself to on this like remote island where yeah. there's no people. Like they might do day they might take a boat out there, do a day trip where people climb over the island, walk around, yeah, fuck back off to another <laughs> island. But he stayed on there for like I think it was for eight months or something. Oh, really? And he said that was like one of the hardest things from coming from society. Apart from when you get over the missing everything and you only, you know, focused on what you need, not your want now. He goes, that was the next biggest step. Just stop rushing everything. He goes, like, I'm making this hut and I've got to thatch all the, you know, the roof and try to make this thing waterproof. He goes, but I'm always rushing, trying to just, just finish it to finish it to finish it. And then, like, I was always looking for something to do and that was, that was almost sending me crazy where – and I just found like, all right, the day, I've got the whole day, I need something to do. I may as well yeah. do something. Just slow down and just do it bit by bit and just kick back and well, there's no rush. You're yeah. not on a timer. The Great Wall of China took 2,000 years to build. <coughs> 2,000 years and it's still there. Do you know what I mean? You take, take time to build something properly, it's going to last. I'll build it in five. Let's <laughs> go, <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys. Yeah. I do have a question for both of you. Do you ever feel like, like – Fuck Australia and fuck their culture and fuck all that because it's all just about like drinking and like footy and just drink. No, nah. you don't feel that resentment towards that. Like, they were, were the best, like, best days of my life, you know. And, um, like, I, I don't say it, I miss it, but like, when I, you know, when my time's up, I've got all that. Like, that's how I met Josh. Like, we yeah. played footy together in 2012 and fucking went out every weekend and doing what he said he was doing, binge drinking and doing all that and building memories and friendships that. Now we're on the same path as we're on now. So no way. Like I've, m- majority of my friends, it was based around that sport and getting on the piece. It's, it's Australia. I'm fucking grateful to be living in this country. I'm just unfortunate that I got hooked on the ice, to be honest. Yeah. Because if I didn't get hooked on that, to be honest, I probably would have me bender every now and again. And that, that just consumed me and fucked me. But at the same time, I'm grateful for that because the person I am today, I've actually got to find my authentic self. And who I am and just all this stuff about myself that I, I would have never learned if I wasn't in addiction. So, like, yeah, I, know, I believe I, I've went through and I am where I'm meant to be. I know how you say – Oh, you go. Sorry. Go, bro. Go. I know how you say I'm in – because I'm in recovery. Do you – are you once you've been an, an addict, like a full-time addict, you know what I mean? Like you're just an, an addict and that's it. Like – well, not that's it. That's probably not the wrong way to put it. But once you've become an addict to something to the point where you need to go to rehab or something, is recovery? Do you ever do you ever cross the finish line at recovery, or is that you're in recovery for the for your days now? You've got it for the rest of your life. Yeah, we had that bit of a discussion, didn't yeah. we, after one of the podcasts? It, yeah, front. it's um, you know, you, you become to know that you've got a disease of addiction, mm-hmm. and you'll always have it. You know what I mean? It's a journey, and there's no destination at the end. But some people. You know, like I'm in recovery and I'm committed to a program that I do to maintain my drug addiction. Some people aren't, they're in recovery but they're not in program so they might be able to go out and have some beers with dinner and do all that stuff. So, like, you know, heaps of people are are different but I just know within myself that the devil's still there but I just choose not to dance with him, you know what I mean? So as soon as I touch a fucking beer... I might be all right if I have one with my missus over dinner or something like that. And then I, you know, mm. But if I have a few of them and then 
with some other mates. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll just go have one with dinner with me mates. And then fucking four or five, I'm, I might not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not willing to You're not willing to risk it yeah. Not even that I've got fucking Two and a half years Clean time up as well And, yeah. I, and that's precious to me That stuff You know what I mean yeah. When I can sit back And go fuck that And I'll lose that too Yeah we talked about that Actually But I'll, I'll touch on What we talked about After one of the podcasts there um, But when you talk about The culture and that Of the beers And like mm. the footy and that Man I, Like that's not even In my fucking Like I couldn't even tell you One of me mates That I hang around You know That get on the beers And get on the footy And that too So that's just that You know The product of being You know Of the environment You're around Like yeah Mm. To me that culture Doesn't really exist In in my world Like I get that It is externally From my circle But um, yeah Just from the people I hang around And that sort of thing And even like Through my social media feed You know Started COVID Like I I decluttered it And just done a lot Um a lot of pages I started following that were doing um, like cryptocurrencies and um, and and um, trading on the stock market. Yeah, um, yeah, just mate, just, just educate flood, yeah, flood my mind with the shit and educate it, yeah, and, and give it a crack. So yeah, it's just a bit of a like you know you are a product of your environment. So yeah. are you yeah. rich now? Hey. Are you rich yet? I think I'm 30 bucks profit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not rich yet. No, no. You can get this app where you don't play with real money, but it's the actual stock market. Yeah. Are you on this? So, no. So, I've got an app, but it gives you the option. You can you can have virtual currency, oh. which is good because it lets you sort of – because like, you obviously can buy a stock, but you can buy it with different leverages too and then play around with your stock. Well, I don't, it's very tricky, man. Oh, but, um, I'd love but, to tell you about it, Jonesy, but it's a bit, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit out of your brother. You know, for you and Mossy. Put it that way. <laughs> A spare 500 you go into the virtual currency and play around with some stuff and go oh yeah and get a gist of how it works um like there's like you can set things at stop losses so you don't lose too much yeah. money um and then there's a thing called like a trailing stop loss so like if your stop loss is 10 percent less than what you put in but then all of, a, all of a sudden your profit goes up 100 percent, then your stop loss is only going to be less than 10 percent less than that 100 percent you've made like it keeps gradually grow, growing no, yeah. as your thing grows so yeah there's there's tricks and things you can do but it's nothing's guaranteed in it oh, of course I mean? so but um yeah on the other thing about you talking about like in recovering that we had that discussion after one of the podcasts um i think you were scooting out to see zach i think maybe or something and um I said, you know, like we talk a lot on our podcast about mindsets and, and having the right mindset and that. And that's what I said to Mark. I said, currently, like, you know, you've, you've got the mindset, like you're in recovery, um, you know, you're recovering. I said, when's, when's the line there where you go, okay, and switch that mindset to go, I'm recovered. Like yeah. you don't have to go and dabble and do all this or have a beer or anything, but, you know, it, you are recovered now. Like, and then what's your next steps from there? And and Mark answered that pretty good. You can probably elaborate on it, but he said, you know, I need to still remember where I come from and show people that are going there mm. where you can go to from, from addiction. And would you, would you consider yourself in recovery or recovered? Um, look, I, I, I've never even thought of it, man, to be honest, eh? No, because you, you said that you were full-on addicted to it and now you don't touch well, it Well, yeah, no. I mean, I was addicted to it on weekends and everything and that was part of the, you know, product of the environment, you know, all the boys and everything I hung around, that was all we did. Um, and then I just sort of switched lanes, I guess. Um, and then I had to birth of my kid, you know, yep. and that, that's a big eye-opener. So, um, yeah, I, fuck, man, no, good question. I've never really looked at that. I guess you could say, like, yeah, I've, like I'm not in recovery but I've recovered. But when you talked about having a drinking and that too, like – um, you know, I'm just in the process of just trying to finalise um, some land and building contracts and everything, you know, and I went up to, um, up the north coast to Iluka, um the other weekend and um, up near Yamba and, like, I just wanted – I fucking couldn't find it in here. Some of um, The Rock's tequila. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted to buy, like, a oh, bottle yeah. of his tequila and I just wanted – I didn't even want to drink the whole bottle. I just wanted to fucking have a, have a – grab a shot yeah. and just toast to what – looking back on what I've achieved, yeah. like, splitting with my partner, you know, what, 14, 16 months ago. I just wanted to sit out the back of my dad's house overlooking the water and fucking just go, you know what, fuck, yeah. you're going all right, you know. Yeah. And, I, and have a toast to myself, so – but um, unfortunately, I, I don't think it's in Australia yet, so. It's such a hard thing for us to tell ourselves we're doing a good job. How often do you tell yourself we're doing a good job? Fucking very fucking, never, fucking rarely, you know. Fucking you look at what you've achieved. And then someone I mean, tells Sometimes you. I'll just go like, I was like, today I think, or oh, yesterday I was walking back to my company car and I fucking was off the tools and I'm like, you're actually doing all right, Chris. And it's the first time I'd actually said, oh, you're doing a good job, Chris, to myself for fucking months. Normally it's like, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. That cost too much. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're, we are hard on ourselves. And, fucking and then when someone else tells me, I get real awkward. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, said, yeah, like fucking heaps of people say, you know, oh, you're so inspiring, you're doing all this. And then, I don't know, I just don't take that on real well. But in my mind, I know, fuck, you know, if I sit back and think I really am. I my housemate and I were talking about it the other day, Darby, we were sitting on there saying like, when people give you, same as what you said, when people give you a compliment, no one just, ever, like you never go, Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Like, thanks. I really appreciate that. Like, you go, you, you play it down, like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you know, no, it wasn't that Hard, good. Or, no. You know how it like, is. And someone's, really, if someone gave you like a birthday present, you, you don't say to them, nah, I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you should, you should just say, like, you do on a normal present to say, thank you. Like, well, you've taken the time out of your day to say this about me. Thanks, we, thanks, mate. Thanks a lot. We stay humble, bro. Yeah. We stay humble. I have a real problem with receiving uh, gifts or compliments and that sort of thing. Yeah, I just – that's – Really? You, sh- you shouldn't. You should just go thanks. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I just <laughs> – <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. I do it. Yeah, yeah you do it too, yeah. So you were just about to elaborate on what he was saying about, like, the line of recovering and recovered. Yeah, I don't uh, – once you're in recovery, I don't think you're ever recovered. Yeah. You know, like it's – you might have not have the compulsion to use any drugs or alcohol or whatever it may be. Um, but for me, you know, I'm only, I'm still early in recovery. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, two and a half years that I mean, there's some people I know that have 30 years or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but it, it, there becomes a time where it's not about me. It's about what I have to offer that people that are struggling or coming off the street and they want a better way of life, but they don't know how to stop using drugs or alcohol. So for them to see someone that's, you know, young, but in recovery, that's kicking goals when I can sit there and share and say, oh, I've got my own business and um, I've got a podcast and I've got a baby on the way and I've got a family and I'm fucking happy. For someone coming off the street that's fucking hooked on the ice or hooked mm. on the fucking whatever they're hooked on but they just have that willingness to get better, for me to stick my hand out and introduce myself and for, for them to see that, it's like – it's priceless, man, because I know when I went to rehab, some guy shared my story. The first meeting, I was shitting myself and he got up and he shared and he played footy. Like I think I said it on this podcast. Like yeah. He played footy where I played <laughs> footy, fucking used drugs where I used drugs and he was from where I was from and I was like, fuck, that's special, man. This is a place where I want, I want to bury my head into and two and a half years later yeah. – you know, I'm doing that, and that's what it's about now. It's not. It's it's about you can only keep what you got by giving it away, and yeah. So when you see someone walking down the street and they're in a fucking full blown drug psychosis, full, what, what what emotions does that bring up in you? Do you think fuck I'm lucky or fuck I should help them? I, I don't think you can help them. Like as much as I, as we said before, I'm a people pleaser. Like fucking. Even today it was funny because I drove, I drove past the car and it had its parking lights on at a house and I had a fucking argument with myself because I, like I first initially went, oh no, poor bastard, his battery's going to be flat. And then the other half of my brain came in and said, turn around and knock on the door and tell them. So like I had that fucking argument yeah. with myself, you know <laughs> what I mean? And that's similar to when I see people like that. Half of me wants to help but the other half just knows that I can't help. What can I – all they want, when you see people like that, all they beg for is money. Mm. And you, would, you, know, you wouldn't want to enable people like that. Yeah. So like, what, what do you say? What can you do? You can't. They're, they're in that much pain. Some people like living in that pain, you know. Like for me, when I was fucking going through the mix of it all, I would create drama because I loved living in the pain. Because yeah. I thought I was less than... Like subconsciously. Yeah, subconsciously didn't know, but I would always generate drama because... You know, I like to live in it because I felt shit about myself. So I wanted everyone else to fucking Wear it like suffer. A mask. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, so like, well, you know, it's what do you do? You can't yeah. really save someone that's like that. To be honest, like for me, I, I had to surrender myself. And so you can't. You can't. You, help someone them. needs to help themselves before yeah, you can help them. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I've got family members still in addiction and stuff like that, and like I send them a message every now and again and say, you know, I love you, and that's about all. Like I've got to love them from afar. I can't. I can't Say, oh, do this, do this, do this will work for me because I tell them you get fucked because they're still in that pain. They want to sit in it for a bit longer. So, Righto, boys. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Swap Bins for the best price on both two and three cubic meter skip bins in the Newcastle and Lake Macquarie area. Contact Pat via their social media or website. He came and cleaned out our bin at the work shed today. He's always on time. He's a clean boy, even though he runs the bin business. And uh, he's a good fella, so get into it. Ah, fuck him, he's trash. <laughs> <laughs> he came on here and bagged us all. <laughs> yeah. 
This podcast also brought to you by SLD, still Lewis Designs, for the best custom surfboards in the world. Believe you me when I tell you, you will not be disappointed. A great bunch of people working there. It's an awesome time at the factory, and they make even better boards. They've just brought out new mid-length rage, perfect for summer. You can find them on Dusting Glass or SLD Surfboards on Instagram. So, Mark, last time you were in here, you were saying well, all, the, all the gyms and shit were shut. You know where mm. to train. So you're back in your training? Back into it big time, yeah. I um, well, I think my addiction took over in me eating when I was going through yeah. COVID, so I fucking ate everything. How many kilos did you get on? <laughs> oh, no. I ended up being about 87, I think, through oh, yeah. COVID. So What's your I, fighting weight? <laughs> no, I don't fight. I'm a loving fighter. <laughs> What's love, your loving weight? My loving weight's around 80. Yeah. <laughs> seven <laughs> kilos? What's the, what's you went eight? up seven kilos? I went up seven. Yeah. Woo. I was about 81, I think. No, but, what's um, that weight when you look? take your shirt off in the bathroom and go, you're going, to roll. You're going good, bruss. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to fuck you? No. Come on, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> what's that weight? <laughs> yeah. No, fuck, that weight's too far gone now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I got stuck in a bit of a fucking, bit of a shit headspace there for a while and um, I wasn't training. I just wasn't motivated or anything like that. But now I'm fucking, yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, it. I'm actually killing it, you know, but I've sort of like... I did, I've been maybe five or six weeks not – I've sort of relaxed it the last couple of weeks, but I was four weeks hardcore doing the 16-8 fast. So fast for 16 hours mm. and then you can eat in between eight hours. And um, that fucking really worked for me. I'm back down to 81 and a half now. Yeah. So um, doing that, doing more cardio and, yeah, just fucking still ripping into the gym but just doing like less weights and more reps. So just trying to yeah, trying to just be consistent. What about you, bro? Are you into the gym and shit? Cuz, look at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an audio medium. <laughs> they can't see how big he is through yeah. the fucking iPhone. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Training, man. Training at um, Planet, like with Marky. So. In the mornings as well? Yeah, yeah. Get up. Get up about four and get after it, man. You know, so. Were you always a morning trainer? Um, not until. Oh, fuck. Yeah, probably was, eh? Back yeah. in the day yeah, when we, we used to go, yeah. We, we yeah, used to we used to train in the morning. morning. Yeah, um, fuck, yeah. I don't know how that happened, but mm. fuck, don't ask me. But yeah, man, get after it and um, not so much cardio anymore. I used to do a fair bit of CrossFit and that sort of thing and just a bit over fucking redlining really. So yeah. yeah, just go in and pump some weights and that sort of thing and try and, you know, do a 5K run once a week. But that's about it. Yeah, I eat pretty good, but like I, yeah, so I don't feel like I really need to – do too much maintenance. So. Like with this CrossFit stuff, it's they, they tell you, oh, rest is important, rest is good. But you, these fucking cunts, are, they're fucking like <laughs> running full clip for a K and then doing 50 chin-ups and running full clip for a K. Like, yeah, rest is good. These guys don't rest and they're like the fittest <laughs> and strongest people on the fucking planet. Like, what's the limit yeah. for these people? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where it's at in 20 years' time, I think. You know, mm. like, fuck, man, like me trying to tuck my young fella into this cotton, that, that's what sort of made me stop. Like, my knees were just aching and that yeah. sort of thing, you know. Especially when you're doing a lot of like heavy percentage work and all yeah. that, yeah, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's good for the body. It'll be interesting to see where these top level athletes are at in you know 20 years time oh, with their yeah. hips and their shoulders and that sort of thing. So they can have it. I think like um, you know as as something you're going to train once or twice a week um, while doing other stuff. Yeah, for sure, yeah. give it a crack. But it's all about hitting numbers though, isn't it? In the CrossFit game, yeah, like squat cleaning and push pressing and yeah, stuff. Like the more numbers you get, the better it is. It is, yeah, and form sort of. Oh, uh, form's good when you're hitting the numbers, but when you've got to do, you know, some weights, you know, like some heavy squat cleans and you've got to do a lot of repetitions, um, yeah, obviously when you're fatigued, your form's going to go, so. Yeah. It's, um, That's yeah. not good for your hips or knees. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> not at all, but it's, it's a bit of a cult, actually. I had this discussion with me, mate, like. Um, fucking mm. oath. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Hey, you know someone does CrossFit? Cult. Because mm. I'll fucking tell yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I just did, didn't I? Uh, hey, no, I listened to your first podcast. It's yeah. a question on you. Yeah, but, it was a light bulb moment. Um, it was a light bulb moment. but um, <laughs> It was. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's very cultish, man. And, you know, when you start get, doing it and getting these niggling injuries, it, it, like another thing, you, you know, you're mm. in that environment and you just think, oh, yeah, you know, someone's yeah. got an injury. I'm like, yeah, I hurt my shoulder too. But, you know, fuck, man. Like, I'm not injured anymore and I'm not doing CrossFit. So, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. You just need to. And we're footy boys too. Like, he's got a blown ACL. He's trying to play. Again, like you get an injury, you just like you just try and shuck. Ah, let's just go. Don't worry about it. Yeah, bruise bones. Let's go. It's in our default settings. Yeah, I still got a fuck shoulder from seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. I, I broke my leg from. and thought it was a fucking. I had just strained my calf and tried to keep playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yeah. your default settings, just you know. Yeah. Oh, you'll be right. You'll be right. You'll be right. Thought you know? fucking here, eh? <laughs> yeah, you'll be right. So, would you um with the podcast? Where do you want to get it to? Where do you want to go? Yeah, where are the goals? 
Oh. Where do you see it going? Where would you like it to get? Where, yeah. where do you see it going? Where would you like it to get to? And where are you at now? For me, I can only speak for myself. Josh can answer this for himself. But um, I don't have an end goal with it. I just um, I'm enjoying the journey. I think what we talked about before for someone that for myself that's in recovery, it's a hobby, a, a really healthy hobby for me. So I really enjoy it. It's like you know I don't play footy anymore for that reason, injuries and stuff like that. I've got a lot of other stuff that I've got to put before football, and um, you know it's just a healthy hobby. So I'm really enjoying the journey. I, I just like. Learning and hearing people's stories and like, I'll, to be honest, I'd probably like to jump on more podcasts and not, you know, I'm enjoying interviewing people, but I like kicking back and doing this stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to jump on a few more if I, if I can down the line. But um, you know, obviously, just yeah, just hearing some awesome fucking stories, man. There's some mm. awesome stories out there to be heard, and like you said, you know, everyone's got their own story and. The real vulnerable ones really get me, you know, because I feel the pain and and all that and this, and that they go through. And I, when you sit there and you get goosebumps when someone's telling you a fucking crazy story, you know, that's when you don't get that anywhere else. That's it's so good when like it's almost when like for yourself, for example, because that was still to this day, bro. We when people say, "Oh, which been your best one?" We like we still yeah. both say yours. Yeah, <laughs> and like that was that was that was like a, a turning point. Where it was a not more a hobby. It was like a. It was just like we're. Fa- well, it was something. Not, it's not it's just we're fucking. Hobby. We're not just fucking around. Yeah, it's just something. You know, a disservice to you because you came in and showed so much of yourself. That's what it is, eh? Yeah, and like when you break down the walls or barriers or whatever, and people would tell you that story so openly and honestly, mm. like you feel almost good about yourself. Like I've done something to make that person feel comfortable enough to tell me that. Mm. Sure. Like you know, or just, I, I don't know. I don't, and it is just fucking good fun being in here. Right? Yeah, oh, I just love it. Just it's so. a cracker of a time. Oh. Man. It really what about you, Joshy? Where do you see it going? Look, um, where do you want it, and where do you see it? I don't care where. I don't no, have don't. a place where I want it. Um, Oh, where I see it or anything, but um, look, like I guess the next avenue, like when we we're talking off air, was um, you know once once I finish building this house and that, and we have a bit of a studio set up in it, is um, get the get the YouTube channel happening and that sort of thing, and um, obviously. By doing that, I'm going to have to teach myself a bit more about technology and editing and all that, which is which is fun. I, I like that side of it. Um, man, I just enjoy like getting pieces of each person, you know, and they're you know, what they do on their daily grind and then stealing a bit from them and stealing a bit from yeah. them and, and instilling that into myself and I'm um, bettering myself, man. Like, it's yeah, it's fucking good, you know. Even, um, you know, like Sean, like he has a lot of mentors and that sort of thing. So trying to, you know, look at him in my life at the moment and who can add a lot more value than I'm actually getting from him and try and work with them a bit more. So, yeah. so we've been asked by Dane Sherritt. <clears throat> no, it was Pat, wasn't it? Guests. Who would you got? I'd, like to, I'd love to get that person. Fuck, you answer that first, bro. Oh, well, mine would be the typical, like, male response, wouldn't it? Like the Oprah Winfrey of... (laughs) 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 Trump wants him, doesn't he? Joe Rogan. (laughs) Does he? Yeah. Yeah. He wants to do the election between... Oh, no, Joe... He wants him to do, like, a a live... A live debate. Like a live... Debate. It's like a fucking podcast. He, he wants, much, no, he yeah. wants to be the mediator. He wants him to yeah. be the mediator of. The oh, debate. it's like a debate between him and Biden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. He wants Rogan to do that. The kind of was on X Factor. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's already said he'd do it. Yeah. So who would you be like? Guest? Um. Fuck. There's so many that come to mind, but like the one like who really got me into into listening to podcasts was like the Ice Project. Um. Isaac John and. You know, we've got our little foot in the door to do a Zoom thing, but I'd love to, like, do face-to-face yeah. with him. I, like we talked about before, you just get so much out of him. But, yeah. you know, one little – I've met people that I didn't even think I'd be able to even meet in my lifetime, you know, and um, there's, like, another guy I follow named Travis Young and he owns Reborn Fitness and he's he's in recovery as well. And um, he – I reached out to him and, like, we went to Sydney and end up, like, doing a two-hour podcast with him. So, you know, like, I, I was – ta- yeah, I did. Josh got fucking food poisoned and walked out ten minutes in. But um, <laughs> really, yeah. what from? How's that fucking sushi at Lamp- at Lampton, bro? Yeah. It took two yeah. hours to kick in. Yeah, well, oh, hang on, mate. Three. So yeah. I drove three hours there, set up, recorded. Like I was ten minutes in, and I bailed. Threw up in the car, had a sleep. Packed up, three hours home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, what a shit day. That's like the boys on a footy trip, but you went there, spewed up, <laughs> then came out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly, Reverse exactly. trip. Yeah, so. 
But yeah. other than that, like, I reckon, yeah, I don't know, like fucking someone like Mike Tyson or something to be fucking awesome, man. Mm. Like, he gets I'll, a stiffy bashing people. <laughs> 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 he does, eh? But someone like that would be cool. Yeah, but, like, yeah I don't know. That'd like, be fucking awesome, eh? Yeah, I reckon so. Just people like that, you know, that have, in, that have come from nothing, made something out of themselves and that just reaching adversities and stuff. But there's so many that come to mind, but yeah, I was actually going to be a big one for me. Yeah, and you, can you... Tell us that you've locked it in now. Or? I haven't fully locked it in, but like he does usually, this is what we talked about. He gives back, like usually to everyone, and he does like a whole day of podcasts. He's done it with Dane. Yeah, yeah Dane was saying they yeah, did like did he does like thirty yeah. minute blocks yeah. for two hours. Yeah, yeah. So email me. If you Dane said it. he just talked the whole time, but <laughs> <laughs> he's very fast, Dane. Eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Like, Fuck yeah. Whoa. And um, well, similar to what I'm doing to Adam Greentree, you know, trying to fucking hassle the shit out of him to come yeah. on, but um, I ha- keep hassling him and um. Yeah, he ended up saying screenshot this and send it to his admin lady and I did that and she goes, all right, I'll book you a spot. You should be doing it in a couple of weeks. So oh, awesome. Hopefully that works That's out. That's so good, But man. it's via Zoom, so I'm a bit nervy about that. Something Joshua have to research. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All via Zoom also. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I always yeah. say, you know, I'm the looks and he's the brains of this operation. So. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all looks. <laughs> take the shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> we're all looks out of me and Jamie. We're no brains. <laughs> <laughs> and, even our, and even our looks are. Shit, <laughs> yeah. bro. We had this guy in here showing us how to use a computer. He's filming over his shoulder. I'm like, got my hands on my knees, watching like, what the fuck is this? I had to like thing? film it on the phone because like it was just I didn't even know what he was doing. He was telling me as he was doing it. I was just like, all I see is what button he pushed to do what, and I was just like, I don't know what that fucking man. Let me just record you, yeah. so I can. It's like taking two tribesmen into the cockpit of an airplane. <laughs> now work that. We're like, what the fuck is this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nah, fuck it. Yeah. What about you, Joshy? Who's your like, guest you'd love to have? On. Fuck, mate! It'd be you know the Oprah, or the male version of Oprah Winfrey, the, you know the one and only Joe Rogan. He'd yeah. be he'd be your ideal goal. You know that's fuck, yeah. mate. That's that's a far stretch. Um, Joey Diaz. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Um, love to have him on. Um, but um, he's, he's so in funny. Australia. Yeah. In, yeah. He's, he's so funny. But if you follow him on Instagram, he's got some cracking fucking little <laughs> things he posts. The one where he's what was he talking about? He goes where they do the corona test up the nose. They swab it. You get. You don't want to fucking swab my nose. You don't want to fucking swab my. <laughs> you get fucking. Hooker ass dust, <laughs> <laughs> cocaine, fucking <laughs> 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 crystals, dog. Yeah, oh, nice goal. But um, in Australia, man, um, Ernie Dingo or Kathy Freeman. Fuck yeah, Ernie yeah. Dingo. Be yeah, be I so reckon good. they'd have um, yeah, some pretty interesting things to say and talk about. So, yeah, 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 that'd probably be it for me. So, what about you guys? Yeah, uh, Michael Jordan. Ooh, fuck oh, fuck yeah. 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 He, uh, so we started this about that time that Doco came out. Yeah, I'd come on. Like, I wouldn't come. I'd just hide under that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Sure, he's a bit of like, oh, where's he coming? Where's he coming? <laughs> um, I wouldn't mind. I don't know why it came to my head when you were talking, Mark. Um, have you ever seen that movie, The Blind Side? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Sandra Bullock. The dude who that's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You love Sandra, bro. Yeah, bro. I love Sandra. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Come on, don't blame me, man. She's a dime, too. Don't worry about that. She yeah, is actually a yum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the dude who that movie is actually about, I can't remember his name. But, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty um, hectic story. Michael someone, isn't it? Something yeah. like that. Big Mike. And he hates Mike. being called Big Mike by the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That is a fucking gnarly. That's a that's wicked a, story. That's yeah. a wicked movie, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck yeah. And that's a good choice. I like it. I like it. I like what you were saying before, Mark. You were saying, like, you'd rather go on people's podcasts rather than asking all the questions. We found, like, when you first came in, we had all these set questions read out. Like, now we've sort of just got jumping points and we just sort of we just sort of shoot flow. the shit and just let our convo flow. And if we have a story to tell, we tell it. And if we don't have an opportunity to tell it, just don't tell it. And I found that we've only been doing it for three months and that's how we've evolved. Have you guys found – has your style evolved or it's yeah. more – We're talking about just before. I think we're – like, me and Josh are so different in so many ways and, like – I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty organised, like, when we, when it comes to the podcast and things, so I write out dot points like yourself. Yeah, so am I. I'm organised. <laughs> <laughs> Acting like, making out like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying you're not. No, no, true. But, um, like, so we just have the dot points and we run off that and then we just go back and forth. So I think it's harder, if, you, if you're if doing it by yourself, it's easy because it's like back and forth between you and your guest. When you've got two other people and a guest, it's easy to cross hatch. 
Yeah. Where we don't seem to have that problem. So we bounce off each other pretty good. Same deal, like we just do dot points and just jumping points. Yeah, just fucking it us, we usually get on a fucking rabbit hole for about yeah. half an hour for something yeah. else and, and then try and come back. back to yeah. where we were. But that, so what were we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but we we tried that, like we both had dot points and that, but then like I was you know, we wouldn't even elaborate on what he had or what I had and then I'd be stealing something from him he's like oh, you know but now like Mark just has the dot points up you know just to keep a bit of flow man and I just rock up you know yeah. what I mean yeah and just do you handle like the technical side of things oh yeah but like I'm, I'm happy just to fucking go off my top of my head and that sort of yeah. thing so yeah and let, just let Mark sort of dictate where, where the podcast yeah. goes with the questions and that. And like we just said, you know, when you start fucking ranting, something will pop up in your head or your head and then you just you, know, you just keep fucking talking. So. Mm. Yeah, someone else who I'd like to get on here is – oh, fuck, I just forgot his name. <laughs> 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 he, ain't, he ain't coming on when you remember it. <laughs> doing a self-fifth favour mate. Tell a story, Marcy, and I remember his name. No, on, but on with Google. The, with doing the podcast, have you used – Fuck. Apart from us, like, you know, because we obviously – well, you knew Jonesy anyway before we'd done it, and then yep. after that, you know, I see you all the time for coffee in the mornings and that. Yeah, yeah. Like, have you, used, apart from our podcast, have you done any others with anyone else in Newcastle, or is that is that something you're interested in doing? Either of you, like, sure, hundred percent. Like yeah. both of us and me, like, yeah, probably preferably both of us, but whatever arises, I would love to. Like, um, I think, um, you know, I'm trying to. I want once the COVID stuff clears, I want to try to get into like doing a few courses where you can get into sharing your story a bit more, not just through my fellowship, yep. but through other places, you know what I mean? Like, like a motivational speaking yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, similar, but like, you know, just once again, that might be my bipolar just trying to send me to fucking do something else. But mm. who knows? Like I just love how much I get out of this stuff. But yeah, I'd love to jump on a few more podcasts yeah, why and not, stuff like that. Why not? You know, like we said before at the start of the podcast, like you just got to use everyone's leverage, you know what I mean? Like mm. jump on, mm. man, and you're only going to learn and grow from it, you know what I mean? So why not? Yeah, get on. And Travis Young, when I interviewed him, he's also in recovery and um, he said – of your three years and I said May so the day of my three years I'm going to go up and jump on his podcast as well so oh, that would be, be pretty good back, back to Sydney to yeah back to Sydney so. so is that the first time you went on tour yeah pretty much first time that we That's did cool. <laughs> put it. never even thought of that <laughs> yeah. on yeah. tour yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we've yeah, been planning on doing it but it's just fucking just my wife works weekends it just yeah. doesn't yeah. really happen like. yeah we took I took a Thursday off and Josh took a Thursday off and we ended up Going to Sydney for the just left early in the morning, did and came back. Uh, we did one at eight a.m. in the morning here with um, Nez, and that was fucking awesome. And then we just ended up moseying on up during the day and doing yeah. it. And well, back. we had plans. We we're going to do three. Yeah, um, we had plans. So we had like the Thursday and the Friday off, ready to go, and we're gonna. Yeah, we did Nez in the morning at Caro, and then we're going down to do um, Travs down at Caro. Um, down at Cronulla and then um, Kyle, um, one of the fellas that um, Mark met in in um, rehab, he um, he lives at Cronulla. Oh yeah. And um, if we had a if we had a spare twenty gig, oh. we we're going to go and have a chat with him. Oh, and, and you um, didn't have the memory. No, nah, well, I got food poisoning. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, we're going home, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not uh, waiting in the fucking car for this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no chance. Yeah, unfortunate, man, because that would have been a fucking cracker. So you yeah. know, hopefully we can get him on because. Um, yeah, he's very, very in touch with himself, his emotions, and um, very grounded and with the earth. So that'd be yeah, pretty cool. But um, you know, I'm I'm heading back up the old boys, back up to Aluka this weekend. So even if I, I'm I'm contemplating to just take the gear up and do a podcast with him because he's oh, yeah. uh, he's got he's been around, man. He's got some fucking yeah. pretty cool stories. So because when you were talking about um, that guy living on the um, on, on the, the island, yeah. yeah. So like my dad has a resort over in um, uh, on Gilly, yeah, just off Bali. Oh, oh man, yeah. Yeah, and um, what's it called? Bro, hook us up, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? Uh, it's called Moe's on the Beach. Oh, yeah. yeah. So get there, get there. Yeah, we will support him once uh, COVID's out. But um, yeah, but like he's he's fucking over it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Like he he was there just um maybe January February left, and he just come back in August. Yeah, but like it was just obviously COVID just just no money killed tourism tourism and that over there. Yeah, but um. Like literally, there was no boats on or off the island for for people, just food. So um, he was Fuck. yeah. So he'd wake up, you know, fresh coconut, bit of bit of yoga and scuba dive, and that was just it constantly. Fuck. I know we make like it. I know that's what I said. In fuck, you know, you make it sound bad, but um, I guess like you know, like six months consistently of that, you and not really talking to any new people and that sort of thing would get tough. So and it's it's not it's not a recreational thing then going spear fishing and stuff like that. Like you. 
You know, you wake, get those days, you wake up, you think, ah, oh, I couldn't be fucked. But if you can't be fucked, you can't go do that. You're not eating today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, And then you hold whole other aspect, you get sick of fish. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's an interesting story of him. But he's got some interesting ones. He was telling me the other weekend when I was up there. So um, up at Iluka, there's a lot of national rainforests and that sort of thing around it. And um, it's just going on a beach jog. And there was an emu up on the up on the sort of on the banks there on the sand um, hills, and um, he's had a look at it, and he's kept running. And you know when you can sense shit behind you, mm. anyway, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he's had a look behind him, and the fucking emu's there, and it stopped <laughs> and is staring at him, and he's fucking looking at it, and he's like, "What's going on?" And anyway, he starts running again, and then he turns around, and it's running with him, and he he actually stops and turns around, and the fucking emu stops and fucking tilts its head, <laughs> eh, and has a look at him. So um, yeah, he's got some fucking interesting stories, man. And he's met like um, like Nova Paris Snebone, I think oh, her name yeah. is, like that Olympian, um, and Michael Johnson. Yeah, just um, through having that resort over there on Gilear, he's just met a lot of people and got some fucking pretty cool stories. So I wouldn't mind sitting down with him. Mm. The person who I was going to say before was Kurt Fernley. Oh, I said it only many a times before. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to have a convo of him. He tells some stories of um, overcoming adversity, how he went to the Kokoda track mm. and he wanted to crawl it on his own. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to crawl the Kokoda track. And he said the first day was hor- horrendous. The second day was worse. The third day was worse. And he, the lesson he learned was it's okay to ask for help because mm-hmm. his mate said, let me help. He's like, no, 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 his hands are bleeding, his blisters, he's got broken fingers. And he, he finally come to the, like, I need to ask for help. And that's how he realised sometimes it's okay to say, I need help. And that's the biggest story from... That's the hardest fucking part, isn't it? Mm. Asking for help. Like we talked about before, our ego. Yeah. Got to drop it. Yeah, you have to. Mm. Fuck blokes don't know how to ask for help, but... Nah, <laughs> fuck no. No, that's the biggest one, isn't it? We'd rather sit in that much pain yeah. than ask for help. But when you do, you find, like, you're finally like, fuck, should have done that ages ago. Yeah, like a weight being lifted yeah. off your chest. That's what's good about it, you know, like the Greg Inglises and that sort of thing and the Owe Craigie and that sort of thing coming out and speaking up about it, you know, because... When you you grow up in that rugby league community, you just fucking you you meant to be tough, you know. Mm. You're fucking one of the boys. I'm tough. Fucking run at me, you know. Yeah. That sort of mentality. So, yeah. mm. it's not cool to open up, but it is. So, where are you heading with your sort of podcast? Just cruising along at the moment, or have he's got like goals and structures where you want to where he's want to end up? I don't know. I don't know. From from my point of view, I just, I just love it because it's fun mm. as well. Like I would love to fucking. Sky you know, to the roof. Yeah, obviously. Like, and you probably shouldn't be doing it if you didn't want to, that for your podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. First things first, probably got to fucking get another laptop. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the first goal. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I don't, I don't know. Just see, see where it goes. I'd like, it, it would be sick if we could just do this. Mm. If I didn't have to get up and fucking, I just want to get good at it. I like it when people say, "Yeah, hey, that was a good one." Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's a feeling of like, yeah. it wasn't just fucking. There's no better feeling when, like, for when you know, it took a fair few episodes for people to start like, you know, when they share it and then they tag in yeah. it. It's like fucking. This is a Monday morning. Like yeah. I always see them doing it to yours, and I'm like, fuck. Even when we started, I was like, fuck. I want to get there. I want to get there. It's just the yeah. little goals that you try to reach along the way, and then when people start doing it, you're like. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good, yeah, yeah, full like, One of the one I of the quit. things. Oh, oh, <laughs> 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 fuck you, fuck you, I quit. That's the bipolar. No, <laughs> <laughs> but one of the fun things, like I remember, I remember, and you, I don't know, you, you've had him in too. We meet Mark Hunt, like for that, for that being our very first like proper one. I got, I got that feeling like after he left, like me and James we were fucking like, next, next time. Yeah, we we're fucking. Slapping hands, high five, and like I couldn't give. After it, I, I said it, and I still agree with it today. Like I couldn't give a fuck, two fucks. If no one listened to it, liked it, fuck, give two shits about it. I could sit down here and talk shit with Mark Hunt yeah. for an hour, you know. Like yeah. people like that, like the Jed Smiths, like fucking everyone, everyone that comes in, Fridge Foggy, all those people who I'm just mm. like. I couldn't even give a fuck if anyone else heard yeah. that. That was just a mad chat. I haven't been nervous since. No, have you? Did you get nervous? Uh, a little bit, not as nowhere near as much. Hey. Fuck, and I oh know at the start I was just heaps of nervous energy, but yeah, nowhere near as much. Yeah, as no, I was likes. thinking that actually just on the way to yours. Then I was thinking about how um, on our last one that we just dropped, um, how Aaron was like coming yeah. in and like he could tell he was heaps nervous on it, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, we were pretty nervous at the beginning. So yeah. I was I was nervous as fuck for Nezes, the first female guest we had on. Yeah, that was yeah, um, yeah, she um. She just has a strong character about her, that sort of thing. I don't know why I was nervous, but um, ended up being one of yeah, probably yeah, one of my favourites, like story story wise, and how much 
you know, good feedback and stuff like that. It was, it was awesome. Her mindset yeah. to get through things, eh? She's fucking... Yeah, she's I don't know much about her. Where, where was she from La Somme, is she, the gym? Yeah, yeah, so she's the founder of um, La Somme. Yeah. girls' gym up at um, Maitland and just here at Newcastle in Carrington. So. Yeah, my missus used to train there. But I, I didn't know much about her. Yeah. She's got an awesome, like, an awesome story. Like, she, she wrote... Like, I just got a few dot points off the blog that she wrote on um, on the on the internet. She's come like overcome so many adversities to get where she is it's fucking pretty special wasn't the gist of it like just the gist of her story like they she went to go to sign up to one of those gyms and they were just like yeah they knocked nah, it back like yeah this is, this this is, is not, not for you, you. yeah it's yeah. fucking shit go away yeah massively one. Shit business thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should be taking anyone's yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> and two, <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are you're, that you're so good to but tell I, someone else no? But I ended up being a blessing for her because she found one oh, that yeah. she really fucking loved and enjoyed and then yeah, just turned it into – and where she is now, it's inspiring all fucking women, you know, and she's overcome heaps of adversities and, you know, she was in a really dark place for, for a long – like for a while there and, um, you know, ever since she came out of that, she's been kicking goals. So. Fucking got awesome. every butt. Yeah. Oh, like it got fucking heavy. Like she broke down on the podcast. Real. Yeah. yeah, yeah episode yeah. eight of Top Deck podcast. Yeah, I'll listen to it for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah. Plug it, bro. Yeah. Don't yeah. sneak plug it. We got your name, bro. Just plug yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Plug so, away. Um, fucking heavy, man. Yeah, really heavy. Yeah, very um, yeah. Like when she was breaking down on it and that, just yeah, I sort of froze a bit. Eh? I didn't know what to do at one point there on the podcast. So, but um, it's it's a good listen. Like she would um. Like I won't give too much away, but like she parked at um, one of the cliffs there in Newcastle Ooh. for you know for hours waiting on people just to finish their picnic dinner, and just had all types of emotions running through her. Like started like just laughing out loud, just crying hysterically like crazy, and then would would walk to the edge and 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 then walk back to a car and then you know work up the courage again and then you know go back to the edge but get closer and closer and then um, yeah it was fucking. Powerful story, man. Yeah, to the man. point, like cleaning out a house and writing writing letters to everyone, like so so she wasn't an inconvenience for everyone once she was gone. Like thought planned out, yeah. Yeah. it's gonna go down. Fuck, that's loose. Mm. Yeah, we, won't, we won't ruin it for you. No. Episode eight, top deck podcasting. <laughs> right? Exactly. Thank you. But that's boys. what it, you know. That's what we're just talking about, man. You got to fucking speak up. You know, you got to yeah. fucking talk. So yeah, try. Drop the ego. Yeah, we've all had our mostly and I've had our bouts with it. Mm. Mental health and shit. And I've got to see the psych, and I've been on drugs and. Well, was on Zoloft. I was on Zoloft for a few years and all that. So mm-hmm. we've all been there. We've all been down to the bottom. So I'm interested there. That's the thing that I'm interested in. So did they, did they like check your diet? Did they, did they ask if you were doing any exercise before they put you on these sorts of? of um, no, medication? they didn't ask me. But I was quite active. I was playing football at the time. Yeah, I was just in a fucking just a rabbit hole of just like ups and downs and ups and downs and just mm-hmm. my anxiety was what was getting me. I just couldn't. I can't stand the feeling of being trapped. I can't go to the bank. I can't get my hair cut. I can't go, you know, anticipation of getting on the airplane kills me. Yep. Once I'm on the plane and we're off, I'm fine. And just it just it started to rule my life where I didn't want to go on the highway and it just got to a point where I just said to my wife, look, I fucking need help. And she took me to the doctor and they put me on Zoloft. And then basically I think it sort of like reset my brain and I was on it for two years and then I just went cold turkey and then I feel like I don't need to go back on it again. But no, they didn't check my diet or ask me what my exercise plan was or whatever. And I do find I do feel a lot better once I'm training hard. Yeah, and your body's that tired just to oh, I just want to go to sleep rather than sit there going, Oh fuck, I've got to pay these bills and you know, what am I gonna do about this tomorrow? And Yeah, I think exercise is vital. I think health, um I think what you eat too is is pretty vital, you know, obviously with your gut biome. What you throw into your gut does control a bit in your head as well, so I think that's important as well. I don't know too much on it, so I yeah. won't elaborate too much. It's like everything you eat is wrapped in bread, isn't it? You know what I mean? You go, oh, I need something quick to eat, so there's a sandwich or a pie. It's all just wrapped in fucking bread. Fuck, I, bro, I, I need to – we haven't had bread in the house for so long. I, I'm fucking bad on it because when I have bread, yeah. fucking about an inch with butter, and it's always fucking proper butter too, yeah. not this fucking margarine bullshit. This is butter butter. Sometimes if I don't have any – I got to go into the freezer. It's the butter you're cooking with. It's not fucking spreadable <laughs> shit, bro. I'm fucking putting butter and I'm salting and peppering that bitch. I'm fucking. Yeah, I used to make sandwiches out of anything, eh? Fucking no. Smith chips, whatever. Oh, you <laughs> oh, yeah, I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got fucking diagnosed as a celiac man. So, like, my menu, my fucking food, everything's just been like trimmed. Well, shit. how long ago? Six weeks, maybe. Yeah. Do you feel heat's better now, you know? Like your yeah, gut, like yeah. I, look, stuff? I think um, I think it got triggered from when I was over in Japan in February. I got a parasite infection, um, and then um, 
yeah, like my 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 iron levels were pretty low as well, so I had to eat a lot of red meat and and that sort of thing for a month and a half, and then went back for more tests, and that was right when lockdown and COVID first hit, and um, so my idea of red meat because I'm just a cheap ass, so I'd just rather save as much as I can than spend it. Um, it was like spag bowl at night and then and then it was just sandwiches, butter and fucking peanut butter and honey and that sort of thing. On that's rock. all right, but I'm like, you know, That's all right. That's like, <laughs> but I'm having like eight like pieces of bread a yeah, day, you know yeah. what I mean? And then I've gone back after um, to check my iron levels. Like, iron's good. I'm like, yeah. He goes, high gluten levels. And I'm like, can tell you fucking why. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and fucking honey sandwiches. Um, yeah, so then I had to do a process and just, um, yeah, done some more tests and that and just come what back. What about the parasite infection? What's that story? Yeah, I don't know, man. It would have been obviously. I would have been from some sushi over there, oh, but yeah. um, yeah, that fucked me up, man. That um, that just showed me that a lot of your gut biome can control your head because um, like I get, I, I used to get darks coffee like every morning. Mm-hmm. Had a great relationship with the girls there. Like talk to them all the time, like texting and that sort of thing. And I couldn't even like stand there to order a coffee. I had to just order it and walk away. Like yeah, anxiety and that sort of really? thing. Really? Yeah, pretty bad depression and that. Yeah. And you knew you had this parasite infection at the time, or something well, you found out later? Once I well, I knew I wasn't right in the head and that, um, and in the gut. Um, so that's why I went and got tested. Um, and then, yeah, he's just told me it was a parasite infection. So, like, I, you know when you're really hungry and, like, you're dead set starving and mm. you just feel like you Stomach's can throw bacon. up? Yeah, oh, but you yeah, can yeah, throw yeah. up because you're, like, you're that fucking hungry. So that's how I felt no matter what, man. If I ate, yeah. ate like, a three-course meal or anything, that's how I felt. But I also felt like I was as full as anything and bloated at the same time. Like, it was mm. just shit, like, you know, trying to push your gut in and just to burp and that sort of thing. So it was a shit feeling and, yeah, it just fucked with me head a lot, so... What was the treatment? What's the treatment for a parasite infection? Some tablets. Just a course yeah. of tablets and yeah, it's gone? Yeah, eight days, ten days of tablets and she was, yeah, good. So. It was a lot coming out the other end, pretty bad. Terrible, man. <laughs> terrible. But it wasn't too bad in Japan. You just push one of those fucking oh, the squirters. Bidang. Yeah, the bidangs. You know? oh, yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some like one of the nights um, – Talking to met some Aussies down in the local bar there, and um, they kept going the fucking tour. I'm like, fuck, man, your bladder's weak, eh? And they're like, oh, we just sit on the board, eh, there and just tickle our ass and come back. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, love it, love it. So, and, uh, it is, um, it's a treat. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have it here. Like, it's fucking clean, mm. man. Yeah, like, I suppose. I'll, I always I'll, say, oh, this is what I say. If you got shit on your hands, would you just wipe it off with fucking towel, like paper towel, or would you wash it with water? Wash it with water. Obviously, you're going to wash it with water and then just dry it. With yeah. Well, I would like test it. I'd like at the end of hour and I'd grab some toilet paper just to see how – and, mate, she was she – was Yeah, sweet. well, you meant to do it to dry yourself anyway. Ah, oh, just put me so a little bin there. <laughs> <laughs> a little bin before. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Yeah, it's time now. Getting a bit late. Yeah, 20 to 7. Good oh. stuff, boys. Yeah, I've got to go home and feed the kids in that. <laughs> you know, the missus, the bitch yeah, on the yeah, side, yeah. everything. I've got to go home. You've got to go home and have a show and lay on the lounge. Yeah, yeah man. That's all you got to do. Try, try squeezing a wank before 9 o'clock and I'm set to go. <laughs> Butter sandwich. Nah, well, thank you very much, boys. Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks for coming Thanks, on. Lads. I appreciate that. No, uh, we we've appreciate got to it. hear a bit of it. Bit more from you and a bit more about your story, bro. Um, yeah, where can we find you? Um, yeah, you for Top Deck Podcast on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just Mark and Josh yeah. on Instagram. So it's just um, get around them. Just get around everyone. Good Nui like. lads, good boys in general. Good stories to tell. It's just good to get around each other. You know, we're all trying to achieve the same thing. There's no need fucking trying to cut each other's throats and stuff. Let's boost each other up, share mm. some info. Sure. Like the boys have brought their computer in today to show us how it works. So it's no real competitiveness against us. It's uh, between us. It's just good fucking. Support, you know, and that's what we need in the world. Exactly right, man. Like Rogan and the com- the comedies over there, do oh, yeah. you know what? They just lift each other up and encourage them, man. So and yeah. they all just on that little topic, like they've all become friends through it. Yeah, they're yeah. not just like they don't just know each other through work. Fucking yeah. good, mate. Like yeah, they yeah. are fucking like him, Sharb, all those people. Mm. Fucking Callum, like, yeah, Theo. And they're when they get on, they're the best fucking episode. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Right. Yeah, they're so. just talking absolute dribble. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, no, but, man, appreciate being on. Or maybe we can make a. Habit of it, you know. Yeah, fucking know. Yeah. Every, every fucking whatever. Yeah, like fucking know. Or so and That's have it. Yarn and see, see that sounds up. good. Yeah, maybe we'll go on yours next time. Sounds good, sounds brothers. Good. All right, sure. And as always, this podcast brought to you by Sage Painting. www.sagepainting.com.au Yeah, for all your painting needs in Newcastle, Hunter, Lake Macquarie and Port Stephens area, don't hesitate to contact Sean and their helpful crew. We're always looking for new members. So if you're a trade qualified painter or just looking to get some experience, contact us on our social media. Thank you very much. 
That was fun, boys. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.